Welcome to the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. Something a bit different. Today, we talk a lot about Qantas on Fear and Greed, but lately there hasn't been a lot of good news. The airline has been grappling with a major PR crisis, delayed and cancelled flights, lost baggage, and hours spent on the phone waiting for customer service. All this after the worst couple of years in the airline's history, thanks to the pandemic. So, can Qantas recover. Travel writer Ben Groundwater is a columnist for Traveller in the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age, as well as an author and podcaster. Ben, welcome back to Fear and Greed. Hi, Sean. How are you doing? Well, thank you. Now, recently you wrote a piece for Traveller in the Herald and The Age about the brand damage to Qantas. Take me through what the airline, the challenges the airline's facing. I mean, part of the challenges that the airline's facing is the airline itself uh, in, in some respects. You know, there's obviously we've had a COVID-19 pandemic, which has hugely affected a lot of different industries, but travel in particular. So a lot of airlines have been struggling. A lot of travel providers have been struggling through the pandemic and, and Qantas is no different there. They've had a lot of dramas. Obviously, they had to lay off a lot of staff. They had to put a lot of staff on enforced leave. They had to change a lot of their systems. And and now as travel is bouncing back, it's actually bouncing back really quickly. And so the trouble that they've been facing is how to get all those systems back in place and, and get all those staff back and get everything moving in the way that they would want it to in, in this sort of time frame that people are expecting. And they just haven't been able to do that. So there's been all sorts of dramas, in, including, as you were saying, lost baggage, which is partly because they uh, outsourced a lot of their baggage handling operations before the pandemic began. But then you see things like those long call waiting times because they don't have the staff, delays, cancellations, and, and COVID nineteen continues to affect the company and all airlines as well because you know people are getting sick, they're calling in sick, they can't come to work for a week if they get COVID, and so if you don't have the crew, you can't run the flight. All yep. of these things are sort of compounding to be pretty much a public relations disaster, especially as one of the things that stick in people's mind is is the Qantas CEO, Alan Joyce, coming out and saying that one of the reasons that all this is happening is because passengers aren't match fit. And that's a that's a quote that I think will will go down in the annals of PR, PR disasters. It will haunt him. But he, he does have a slight point there. I mean, Qantas isn't match fit. I mean, that's the other side of it. As you were saying, you know, the baggage handlers, they've outsourced COVID, et cetera. They're not match fit. But he may have a bit of a point that passengers aren't used to it either. I, I think he absolutely had a point. I, th- I think the problem was just saying it, really. Yeah. I mean, you, you go to yeah. an airport and you can see for yourself that people are not match fit. They are, don't know what they're doing anymore. There's a, there's a lot of people who are traveling for the first time in two years, maybe the first time in longer. I, I absolutely accept that that's the reality. I think it was more the optics of telling after all these frustrations and, and hassles that people had coming out and saying, actually, guys, it's your fault. That, that didn't seem to go down so well. So it's not unique to Qantas in this either. I mean, uh, Virgin and other international airlines must be facing the same sort of things. They are, yeah, but not to the extent that Qantas are. Qantas's uh, on-time performance in the last couple of months has been the worst of any Australian airline, worse than Jetstar, worse than Virgin, worse than Rex. So yeah, there there are clearly some extra issues on top of what everybody else is facing, and and baggage handling in particular has been a problem that has has been almost almost unique to Qantas in some ways like there's always been baggage handling issues but there's a a phenomenal amount of luggage that's going missing and turning up late at the moment and that is a direct consequence not just of the pandemic but as we were saying that decision to outsource a lot of their baggage handling before the pandemic. Stay with me Ben we'll be back in a minute. My guest this morning is travel writer Ben Groundwater. 
So how much of a disaster is it for Qantas? Or is it just the fact that it's a national carrier and in a couple of years we'll forget all this and we'll all be happy again? Yeah, this is a really interesting thing. And this is what my column was about, essentially. Like there are there are always times, or not always, but there seems to be in, in recent history, people get upset at Qantas. People feel very strongly about Qantas. It's a brand that's so strongly tied to the Australian identity, really. I mean, yeah. we, the, the story of Qantas and the Qantas ads, I still call Australia home. We think of this airline as, as being part of our country, even though it's not really technically a national airline. You know, it's it's privately owned company, but people feel very strongly about it. And I mean, you cast your mind back to 2011, there was a huge public relations disaster for Qantas as well. There was a whole lot of industrial action and Qantas shut down its entire network of of international and domestic flights and inconvenienced tens of thousands of travelers in Australia and around the world. That was, that was a huge thing, but people got over it. And and I expect that they'll get over this one as well. I, I think because of those strong feelings that people have towards Qantas and because there just aren't that many other options out there if you want to yeah. travel. You know, the, the sort of product that Qantas offers, particularly domestically, isn't really offered by anybody else. And so people, once this all dies down, there's a lot of anger, particularly at Alan Joyce, but I, I think it will go away eventually and we will go back to, to loving the airline as much as, as we always did, even though that even saying that at the moment annoys people. And I said that in my column. I, I said, you know, I feel like we're going to get past this because we have in the past and this company has a special place that a lot of companies don't have. And, and people are angry and upset about that, even that idea, but I think it's going to be true. But the thing about Qantas, I'm frustrated with Qantas at the moment. I'm traveling to the US later in the year. They're not even in the game price-wise. They're just not competitive at all. And as an Australian, and I would always fly Qantas internationally if I could, and it's Nothing rational about that, Ben, just that sort of patriotic <laughs> thing. And so I always go to see what they cost. And they're often not the cheapest, but they're at least in the game. They're not even in the game at the moment. That is frustrating to many Australians, I think. I'm sure it is. And that's a big driver for when people are making bookings. But it's not just the price that's the issue. I think it's the actual product that's being offered. There, Qantas is a long way behind the leaders at the moment, the likes of the yeah. Middle Eastern carriers, the, the Southeast Asian carriers, Singapore Airlines, Etihad, Qatar, Emirates. The, the Qantas product is nowhere near as good as them. Certainly, if you're flying to the US, US carriers tend not to be that amazing as well. And so Qantas is, is genuinely probably you would call it in the game there. But it's, yeah. you know, the, the, its business class cabin is nowhere near as good as, as some of those other airlines I've, I've mentioned. Isn't it, Ben? You <laughs> might have to tell us about that. <laughs> um, mind you, there, there is a, a fundamental challenge for Qantas versus a lot of those Middle Eastern airlines is that, as you say, it's a privately held company. It has to turn up to shareholders, make a profit, all that. When you're against some of those absolutely incredible, you know, Emirates, Qatar, some of those sort of airlines, it is very hard to compete with them, really. Yeah, it's not a level playing field, absolutely. And, and that's a real challenge that Qantas is going to have to face. Singapore Airlines as well is funded by the Singapore government. There's there's a real difficulty there. And so obviously, if, if they can't have the actual service and the facilities that those airlines have, then they will at least want to compete on price. And as you were saying, they're finding that difficult at the moment. I'm not sure what the drivers are for that exactly. Flights are getting more expensive across the board around the world, but Qantas, as you're saying, doesn't seem to be able to compete at the moment with a lot of other international airlines. So what, what's the prognosis for Qantas and Virgin and those sorts of airlines going forward? I know there was a report recently that Singapore Airlines is actually the largest carrier into and out of Australia, just a touch ahead of Qantas. If you add Jetstar, obviously the Qantas group is bigger. 
But it surprised me that Singapore Airlines was bigger than Qantas into and out of Australia. I don't know, what, what is the prognosis for Qantas? Does it just kind of get back to where it was five years ago? Do you think the world's becoming a smaller place and the skies will be freer? I think there's going to be a lot of shifting boundaries in the next couple of years because the thing is that the travel, although travel is back, it's not back in, in the full sense of, of what it was before in terms of incoming and outgoing passengers into Australia. It's around about half of what it was before the COVID-19 pandemic. And everyone is, it, there's a whole lot of realignment that's happening. So obviously people are struggling with staff. All those casual positions are being re- are really hard to fill at the moment. Those will come back. We will see, as I say, a, a realignment of, of things. I'm not sure where exactly the cars will fall when that happens, but I, I see Qantas bouncing back, particularly in a domestic sense. And internationally, as we're saying, it's really hard to compete, so I'm not sure how they're going to go there. But they offer a product domestically that nobody else offers, and, and that will be popular again. It's just a case of how long it's going to take them to get back to that position. Just on that, where do you put regional express in the domestic airlines spectrum? We obviously Virgin is a strong competitor. Rex is a stronger competitor. Can it keep it up? Yeah, that's going to be really interesting to see because they don't seem to have struggled in the same way as Qantas has and same way as Virgin has as well in terms of getting staff and, and running flights on time. Their on-time performance is fantastic. It's really, really good. But they've also got a much smaller fleet fewer employees it's it's easier for them to to deal with some of the issues that all the other airlines are having to to deal with i think if they stay the same size as they are now there's no reason why they can't continue with that success if they concentrate on expansion then you might see the some of those issues coming into play in the same way as Qantas and and virgin have had do you like your job ben i've always been jealous of your job to be honest (laughs) i do look it has its ups and downs but all in all i I feel extremely lucky to be able to do what i love and write about what i love and 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 share that passion with people and and get paid for it i sometimes can't believe it's actually real but but yeah very much like it thank you for talking to fear and greed ben no worries thanks sean that was travel writer ben groundwater this is the fear and greed daily interview join us every morning for the full episode of fear and greed australia's most popular business podcast i'm sean elmer enjoy your day